Welcome back to another episode of Speaking Vibrations Podcast, baby. It's your head vibrator, Vic, here with a sneaky little chuckle in the background. Today's guest, one of my oldest friends, everybody knows the guy is Scooter Mooney. What's up, baby? What up, what up, man? How we living? We're out ya. Large, in charge of our life. No doubt, man. How are you living, brother? Hey, no complaints my way, my man. Everything is great. Super Love blessed, just living living day by day. Love to hear that, brother. Love to hear that. Dude, we can't thank you enough for getting on the pod, sharing yeah, about yourself, hearing first, about us. First podcast ever. Ever, dude. That's what ever. I like to hear. Yeah. That's seriously one of the main reasons why I started this podcast, dude. Like, I want everyone to experience what it's like to be on a podcast. I feel like there's something so powerful about sitting down, being attentive about, I don't know, a space of time, whether it's an hour, 30 minutes, three minutes, and just like being aware of what you say, you know, like being aware in a communication relationship where you're just like talking and you're actually listening and you're for forced to listen. You can't yeah, like pull sure. out your phone. You can't like right. space out and like have moments of, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's just, I think it's sick. It like really brings a like a flow state, a focus state. And I want everyone to experience that. Yeah, no doubt. That's I'm fortunate. I kind of, you know, with my profession, with my clients, I mean, there's no phone. You're, you know, one-on-one -on -one and it's some pretty in, intense, in-depth conversation. So um, I think I have a lot of good experience with that. And that's kind of what, you know, makes the job so special. It's, you know, it's not always just about the you know, the personal training, it's more about the, you know, the communication and the conversations and the relationships you build through that. Hell yeah, jumping right into it. So you're a personal trainer. Correct. Right, right. Um, we've known each other for a long time. I refer to yeah. him as Moondog Mooney. So if you hear that, hear that throughout the pod, <laughs> just uh, know who I'm talking to. But um, so yeah, let him know, Moondog, what you doing? Like, you're... um training you're in raleigh right where are you, right. Ta where are you talking to us from right now raleigh north carolina so i just bought a house in north raleigh i know yeah i've been i closed june 30th so everything's really happened super fast this market is unreal but closing I, contracts opening hearts yeah man no doubt so i was with a gym for shit let's see almost four years um built up a great clientele work my tail off and then this is kind of the process yo scoot moondog jr and we're back we had some technical difficulties scooter is a busy man he's sought after we are lucky to have him on the pod he's getting <laughs> phone calls left and right dodging them yeah that's that's how it goes some days um but we're, we're back hopefully we got it figured out yeah so um scooter is in raleigh he just got a house congratulations i appreciate that all my friends are just stepping it up i love to see it love to see it yeah i'm he's a personal trainer we got that, that out of the way yeah and you were saying that um you love it because it allows you to connect at a at a state that actually is you know 
pure in a in a sense like you're not diluted with cell phones in the way and everything yeah for sure man i feel like that's why you succeeded so well with that is because you didn't only view personal training as just the you know lift this do that you actually took it in so scooters want some of Scooter's one of my few friends that uh, we could easily talk spiritually about. Like we could easily bring out the Bible and just refer to stuff casually and just we're going to watch a sermon on the TV casually. It's it's just like that as we go, we go far back enough where we were forced to go to church. And then eventually, you know, nowadays as we're older and mature adults, we've uh, tapped into that as some of our roots. So mm-hmm. maybe I think that's what influenced your like physical training but like you're also including like what they hear right and like what you right what you instill in them mentally and exactly so like the communication helped do that and now you're physically helping them grow and mentally helping them grow and i, I mean it's 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 the best scenario man if you really look at the at the whole picture for sure obviously you know in today's world you know, how, how important is, is, you know, health and, and, and mental health. That's, you know, what the whole gist of all this COVID and everything is. And it's just kind of wild how everything's, you know, come about. And I'm just super fortunate to, to have the job that I do. And I feel like I've done a really good job of getting to where I am. It's, it's taken a lot of, you know, hard work, obviously, but it's definitely way more than the, than the just training aspect. I mean, anybody can go just get a workout. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not expensive to just to buy a package or whatever, buy 10 workouts or buy some training packets from, you know, some fitness model or anything like that. That's why I've never really got into that of selling just straight, you know, workouts. Cause I'm, I'm just a firm believer in the, the one-on-one connection and, and really connecting mm. that way and helping everybody out. Um, and you, you know, you just build these special relationships and it comes down to like, Look, they, we know each other's lives, man. These people are coming to see me two or three times a week. Um, it's like we're talking about everything that's going on. I could tell you about their moms, their dogs, what they have going on. I mean, it, it's crazy. So it's like it's you almost get, you like – You should get some, uh, some therapy I, certifications. I was, I was just going to tell you that. It's almost <laughs> like somewhat ther- therapeutic for them to come. And, dude, they love hearing about my life too. They kind of live uh, like through, through me seeing I'm what sure, I'm doing. Dude. And um, – it's uh it's been really special to to you know meet all these great people and you know there's a for me like meeting all these connections in raleigh and stuff you know we're from greensboro it's been awesome right, to meet right. kind of like an like an older crowd i would say because i've always been right a more one, mature crowd so yeah mature and kind of hang out with older people and stuff like that so you know um these guys a lot of these middle-aged men that i'm training you know they're 50, 60 years old. And it's almost like, you know, how tight I am with my dad, man. And then it's like, I'm, I'm becoming called, like tight with, with these guys. So his it's, dad's it's, called Moondog and Scooter's yeah. been called Moondog Jr. A couple times. I mean, it's catching on. Um, yeah, but he's definitely growing into big, those shoes. Big shoes to fill. That's for sure. In, in multiple different ways. But um, so, yeah, it's been super special to be able to create all these relationships for sure. Right. As you tap into Greensboro, let's dive into that a little bit. So I, I like to let my audio platform, which is this, depict a picture for people and let them really understand our relationship as a friendship. Like we go back way back, dude. Like 
back in Greensboro, back. maybe uh, we were in like third grade or fourth grade. I think we probably first. No, I don't know. It was probably, probably later. Fourth. Uh, fourth grade is like when I think we like really met. But then like sixth grade when we both went to Northwest is like, you know, we get a little bit out. older start hanging out and wanting to do things and uh, i think that's really what i feel like i feel like we were already already seeing each other like on the baseball field yeah while you played for a different team or something right possibly yeah i'm trying to think uh and then you would come play with us sometimes like we were the sidewinders remember yeah when uh, you were like uh always just skipping around from team to team this guy was uh, he was getting drafted at like I was 11, getting uh, recruited. He was getting recruited and drafted at like eleven years old, getting yanked left and right by different coaches, getting secretly was... paid to p- play per weekend. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna get your biscuits all weekend. You don't have to worry about anything. We're gonna pay for all your biscuits and coffee. Oh my gosh, dude! If I had a my son's dollar... eleven, he doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> for for every ter- baseball basketball tournament that you know I went to, good gosh, that was uh. That was the highlight of the, the growing up, though, man. Those are the, some of the best memories of my life, for sure. Yeah, for some sure. good, so, some good, some bad. That's for sure. Hey, some good, some helped you learn a little quicker. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of lot of dads out there that think their sons are Derek Jeter. <laughs> just, uh, Scooter's we'll, Derek. We'll just Jeter. leave it at that. No, <laughs> uh, I, I might have tried to imitate a few things. Yeah, you there, you but... yanked a little too hard whenever you'd come up and throw that across the diamond, and you just. <laughs> You I was, a, gun, I, I was you a gunslinger. You need to stay on the pitcher's mountain there, gunslinger. Yeah, I, I was used for that curveball. Maybe that's why my elbow hurts here now. <laughs> but it's amazing how you literally grew up so athletic, and now you do a profession that literally requires all your athleticism that you've been tra- – it's like you've been training your whole life to be a a trainer. Yeah, it's pretty wild how everything falls into place, you know. Everything – I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, for sure. Um, so it's it's great, man, staying active. Who who wants – I mean, who wants to sit at a desk all day? And don't get me wrong, like I'm in front of my laptop a, a good amount doing some other things, but – I mean, if you're I'm in front just, of a desk I, all day. I couldn't imagine like just sitting in front of a computer all day the way that I am. You just know? couldn't be you. Yeah. just could not no, be it's, Scooter. It's, no, absolutely not. Like so, if anything, Scooter's bringing a – uh, a yoga ball in there and sitting on the yoga ball in front of the desk and then bouncing up and down. Or definitely have, having a putting green right in front of it or something. <laughs> I think that's only for CEO offices. You can't have that's it. All right. <laughs> I am I am a CEO of my own shit now. <laughs> you so, can do whatever you want. So you said you left the the gyms. Does that mean you're you are opening or you're starting your own like uh Yes, I have already established my own LLC. Um, okay, it's LLC. Been, it's kind of been under the radar. It's kind of a little tricky situation, but everything is is working out, and uh, we're f- fully independent. And Let's go. Uh, no more gyms yep. holding you back. Nah, man. It was a great stepping stone. Um, learned a lot, but As you know me, are. man. I, I'm the I'm the type of person that likes to be you know, a leader and in control. And um, this was a vision of mine that I had for a while. And uh, it's, you know, falling into place. So is this the first word that the, the, the world is going to be hearing of this? Honestly, kind of, kind of. Yeah, right? I mean, like, honestly, like people... I'm your homie. Like, I didn't even know about this. I knew that you had plans for this. I knew this yeah. was like kind of like the end goal. 
but I didn't realize it was happening right now. It's, it sounds like the sink, it's all sinking, dude. You're, you're getting the house, you're signing it, you're closing it, you're opening hearts, opening minds, and now opening a new, I mean, well, an LLC. An LLC, baby. I don't want to yeah. say it. Are you as, as, reopening a gym? It is It is definitely a private studio. It, it would, it's not technically like a gym. That's saucy, but I mean, dude. I like that. I like that. Private studio. <laughs> But maybe if I make a, a second appearance back on here, we can maybe get a little uh, in-person view. It's it's not your ordinary studio. It's 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 going to be pretty special. Um, I've designed it myself. I've done a lot of research. Um, top top line equipment coming in here. Super functional. Um, big time investment. But it's gonna it's gonna be pretty yeah, unique. Sure. So whenever yeah. you you put that together and designed it, like what was your design process? Like I'm sure it was like. You have to have equipment in there, but like I'm sure you specifically chose what equipment For goes sure. where, yeah. how it's all like. Right. What is it, like what? Dif- let's go. Let's go all out here. What differentiates? You can go as deep as you want. You can go as shallow mm-hmm. as you want. We have time, yeah. right? So right. Um, what differentiates here a studio and a gym? So you can look at it a couple different ways, right? I mean, at a gym, depending on what size you're looking at, you're gonna have all your you know, your main equipment, your cardio, but what comes with that, that comes with a lot of people in there, right? Mm. It comes with maybe not being able to hop on, you know, a certain piece of equipment. Cause not everybody's as confident as myself or you when you're in the gym. Like I don't feel shy to go up and ask somebody like, Hey, yo, you working on this? Let me hop in or That's whatever. That's just not or, scooter. Scooter is not going to be in controlled by anyone else or he's going <laughs> to, he's not going to be shy. That's just not who he is. Yeah, for sure. So like, but a lot of people struggle with that, man. In a gym, they're like, oh shit, like what do I, what, what do, I do here? Do I wait? What do I do? So, um, you know, that leads into the whole personal training. We could go down a whole road with that. On yeah, why it's, I want to go know, into useful. that more. Like what you, so, what you would, but, do, what you tell these people who are shy? How do you approach that and how do you? Uh, yeah, don't look, don't be afraid to ask. Like a lot of people, you know, there, there's a lot of things that I'm not great at and I've always been taught and my mom is you know just people are are good at what they're good at right so you might be better at something than I am so I've never been afraid to like ask for you know your opinion on something you know my expertise is in in health and fitness so I, I hope somebody would ask me about that so I could share my knowledge and you know what I would say is don't be afraid to ask somebody at the gym or, or go with someone so um that's what I would say to that. Okay. But the big difference in, in the studio and um, the gym is like, obviously we're, we don't have as much space. So we're trying to utilize as much space as possible with the, the most equipment and not go like overboard, if that makes sense. So we're trying to get a couple different machines that you, that I could use in multiple different ways slash, um, going upwards like because i have a lot of space up so Mm. like for storage things like that right right for your weights for your for your medicine balls and stuff like that so we um there's about three main machines that i've bought and um, a big storage unit to store everything and then uh two pieces of very good um functional cardio equipment and uh you know your basic mats bands and all that good stuff and top of the top of the line stuff right 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 so it really to me 
as a agriculturist, it sounds like it's somewhat um, similar to designing a interior urban agricultural grow operation where you're building upwards, you're maximizing space efficiency, effectiveness, mm-hmm. you're aware of, uh, uh, you know, the crowding that's going to happen in there through the volume of whatever it is in there. Um, yeah. Right. Sick, dude. Yeah. I get yeah, it. It's been I awesome. It. Yeah. That's... Yeah. We got AC and heat. I mean, there's been a lot of different things. We got the floor done. We got the walls. We got AC and heat, uh, put in and um all the everything has fallen into place got the mats there's been a rubber shortage uh, i've had to wait 12 weeks how'd you find the this. rubber dude uh i actually just you, went you to always, track always keep a rubber on you uh yeah buddy and uh <laughs> <laughs> um we had to go to tractor supply actually um channel my inner summerfield country roots yes sir Yes, sir. Get a little, put on my damn southern act and get give me some mats. They work perfect, man. Oh, those are the barn mats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know those. Mats. You wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And what's no, I know. super badass about this is like you know North Carolina. We don't really get too bad of weather, but I've I've designed it to where just in case I could still fit my car down the center of the garage and still have all this equipment in here. Hell yeah. See, that's the kind of yeah. shit I love. I love yeah. the the extra thought and love that you added that adds for not only an effective and efficient, but it's also like ergonomical, dude. Like it actually mm-hmm. like has a function. Like you could work yeah. your life around it and it doesn't necessarily just like have a stale purpose where it just sits, blocks your whole driveway. Right. Yeah. So that is sick. As, as you know, a car is a, depreciating value um, oh so, dude you're so, getting financially literate on this thing bro i'm i'm not i mean it's a i have a nice car obviously but it's uh you know i'm not the gym is is what is going to make money you know what i mean so that's why it's more important oh, to do yeah, that i get your logic so, there i get the you, logic you know what i mean so mm-hmm, i definitely know uh, what but you if, mean. but if i want to put it in the garage that's an option but if i don't want to put it in the garage i keep it outside i mean if we get some hail one day you might want to throw that bee in the garage you know what i mean yeah the, that's right the tajo just can't do it the hoe you still have the, the, ta- you still have the tahoe yeah buddy okay cool Ooh. might get another might get another one might get I, yeah else. i thought i heard you saying how you were, might get a uh, truck might get an mm. audi i don't know it's mm. uh i'm, I'm kind of in, in a little in between right you now get the audi uh, truck the audi truck <laughs> i don't have an audi truck <laughs> let me call him yeah i'm trying to design an audi truck let's see if we can get that out there i'm sure we could but um, speaking of designing, it sounds like you've been saying that a lot. Like you want to design an Audi truck. You've been designing. The, so is that a passion of yours? Like what are some of your passions outside of fitness training? Like we've spoken a lot of your, uh, I mean, I guess. It, I mean, fitness obviously is your passion, but like other right. than other than that, like other than the things that you have already integrated as a profession, which I have to say is one of the wisest things. And for all the vibrators out there, integrating your passion and your profession is living the dream, I think. And um, again, we're blessed to have Scooter on here with us. Um, can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Hey, man, baby. And, you know, and that's what we're here for. We're here to inspire each other and we're here to showcase the beauty that my friends have and the way that we can influence other people, dude. 
Yeah, for sure. You got to um, cross the paths of profession and passion, baby. It's, it's, a. Uh, it's what we're doing. It's, 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 a uh, it's life-changing. It's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So yeah, on the design thing. So as you know, I was super close with my grandparents, mom and granddaddy, and, um, I've always been into fashion and we contribute design. to fashion. Yeah, no doubt. So like Mom Mooney, everybody knows her. She was dressed from she was dripping. She was she was drip lord. She was the drippiest. Yeah. (laughs) From her toes to her flow, as Moondog would say. Um, you know, she always dressed well and was, you know, it's not to to impress, it's just, you know, that's just how she was. You know, she she wasn't leaving the house unless she was well put together. And so that's I mean, something that that's a, that's a there's a lesson right there. Yeah, no doubt, man. Why would First you not? Why would you not be like that? You know what I, I mean? Don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I understand it's hard leader. sometimes, but you should always present the best version of yourself when you can. Yes. I don't so know. that's something that I kind of picked up on from a young age. We uh we spent a lot of time together going you know shopping. Um, they would pick me up every Wednesday from school and you know sometimes twice a week and we would go out and shop and have lunch and stuff like that so that's a very fun great memories for me and that's something how I really got into you know fashion and clothes and taking care of myself and that's kind of fallen into the whole thing of you know design for furniture and and stuff like that at my house and and you know it's more of like I don't know I just like the planning and the, and organizing. I'm a very organized person, so I feel like that falls into a, a category, you know, with the design that is something that I really enjoy. You enjoy designing your life, it sounds like. You love having control of your life to be able to design your life any way you want, which I've, yeah. I've seen you do, like, throughout, like, yeah. our lifetime, for sure. That's something that's actually pretty interesting. I mean, there's this concept that I've learned through, uh, through friends and teachers and being a student of art um that we're actually artists and our life is the canvas you know what i mean and you're doing that dude you're just painting that thing with you know a splash of uh fitness and then your furniture design and then your design of your own self's stylish image yeah you know what i mean that's sick i mean it's it's a uh you know, you, you said the whole control thing. I think one thing that I, I I have to work on, like myself, is like sometimes not being in control so much. I mean, going back to the whole spiritual thing, like, you know, God is, is always in control. He's got the bigger plan and you have to do your part. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. Like, you, you just can't, you know, pray like, oh, well, I hope to have a, you know, a million dollar house one day and you know, with a pool and a country club membership or whatever it is, or, a, you know, and uh, you, you have to do your part. You know, if you, if you want all these things, you pray and, you know, you do the right thing, but you have to, to be the one to, to commit to all these things and, uh, you know, everything will fall into place. So as a spiritual warrior that you are a firm believer in, everything has its place and it's going to fall into it. So like, how, what could you, provide a shed, shed some light to, uh, to some vibrators out there that are maybe lacking in motivation to be able to get after it, that you are always having the tenacity for dude. Like, 
Yeah. Like, look, don't get me wrong. Team. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm not perfect by any means. Like, you got nah, days where, where you He's don't want to. He's human. I've, yeah. We're human. We're human out here. When you don't want to work out or you don't want to, you know, eat that healthy meal, like, look, you know, I'll go out. I'll eat a whole damn pizza myself or, or whatever. But <laughs> I try to look at the, at the bigger picture and, you know, you stick to that plan. Like, all right, you know, if I'm eating healthy all week. All right. It's all about balance. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have Ooh. something on the weekend here and there, you know, so, but I'm not going to get it to where it turns into like a bad habit. So, you know, oh, well, Sunday, I'm going to have it, you know, just because it's Sunday. Well, then, you know, it's Monday, it's raining. I mean, and that, that's an excuse to do it, you know, do something like that. But I would say, you know, people that are struggling with, you know, whatever it is to get, you know, in a groove with life. I mean, I don't like to push it on, on people. You know, my mom is a huge Christian and very strong faith and it's been great for me. And I think some of my close buddies have really taken a lot from it as well and learned a lot. Um, but look, I think if anybody's struggling with anything, like, you know, if you turn to, to Jesus, like everybody wants to turn to something. Like if, if you're going to, if you're struggling with something, you're going to, you know, you might turn to some girl or you might turn to. It's very factual. Know, it's very factual. Whatever. Very whatever. logical. Yeah. So realistic. Like, and then true. You, fi- you find out that those things aren't going to work long term. And then if you really look at the bigger picture, everything kind of goes back to, to God. And like, you got to have something that you can always lean on. Like if you're in a marriage and you can't focus like you guys can't rely on one another. You both have to be on an agreement. In my opinion, like when times get tough, cause there's, there's going to be tough times. Like, you know, let, let's no not doubt about forget it. When, when my dad, you know, almost died from those strokes. I mean, what do you think I'm doing? You think I'm relying on, you know, my, my buddies No, I'm, you know, on my hands and knees and, you know, praying. I mean, yeah, my friends were there for me, but like, Don't you only, them. you, you only want, God, when, when you really need him, unfortunately, is what happens for a lot of people. You got to, you know, stay committed to him even when everything's, you know, going well. But it seems to be like, you know, people only really, you know, ask when when they're in need for something. Dude, that was heavy, dude. That was a heavy claim. Was I that mean, a heavy was that a heavy uh, max out set right there? Dude, that was a heavy max out set clean press over the head jerk, dude. I'm, I'm not the, really on maxing out. I'm, I'm about to I got me cranked up. Maybe. I'm cranked after that one. Yeah, that was a thank you for shedding that light, Scoot. That was amazing. I mean, it takes those H- absolute those were HID lights right there. It takes absolute bravery, it takes absolute courage, it takes faith, it takes so much, so much that people don't have and don't understand that could change their lives that you just spoke of, man. Uh, I, For sure. I, as, I'm, as one of your friends, I'm proud to be one of your friends. Uh, this is why I love having this pod because I get to share my friends to the world and my friends are dope, dude. And they have grounded themselves in places that are appropriate, healthy, and conscious. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, yeah, we're we're pretty we're, blessed, man, to have the friends that we do. Absolutely, yeah. We 
yeah, especially us. I mean, in the fact that we have friends that we can go so far back back on on a timeline, it just allows us to really grow together away from each other and then almost have the ability to check ourselves together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we've seen each other grow and we not not necessarily that we're comparing, but yeah, it's sick. Keep we all we're always keeping each other in line. I definitely yeah. would have to say that my old friends keep me in line. The realest, the OGs, but I think a, a lot of the credit. I mean, we have phenomenal parents, man, and that's what oh, it, dude. I, I, I think what it really oh. boils down to the most. Oh, absolutely! Shout outs, the- shout outs to the to Mama Dilla and Papa Dilla. Shout outs to Pam. Shout yes. out to Moon Dog. Moon Dog. Different. So different in their own ways, but yet so much has been taken away from, from both of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and your parents are one of the only ones that are still together. I mean, you look at our friend group, like a lot of, lot of parents divorce, man. A lot of divorce. Right, right. I'm just, well, you know, my parents are friends now. They, they didn't talk for a while, um, but Tom Hills. That's amazing. Yeah. Was that like a, a big, did that feel really nice to like see that? Was that something that you? Oh yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Dude, I love that. I fucking love that. I'm going to throw an F bomb yeah. out there just to make this explicit baby. I love it so much. Yeah, dude. Um, It's, it's interesting now because uh, my parents don't live on the same side of the country. They're yeah, that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Right. But they just copped that house out in California. So then now they can stay long term wherever they are on each side of the country. But so that's pretty sick. Like I, nothing warms my heart more than seeing them together because they live apart. I'm like, yeah, that's so like, why are you guys are older, old as fuck already. Just live together. <laughs> they, they got to uh, they got to make some sacrifices to, to get back together. They've, they've done enough. And that's that leads me to to the the blessing and curses, dude. Like sometimes it can be a blessing and a curse, and being so hardworking and driven. Like, oh yeah, they're like sixty something. And the thing is, they're they're first generation Americans, so they don't they know nothing except to survive and, and succeed and work hard as you possibly can. I mean, coming from yeah. the Philippines, you know what I mean, right? So they don't know. They can't pump the brakes. They don't know where the brakes are. Yeah. No brakes. Um, all gas. No brakes, dude. Right. That's, yeah. And, you know. So the blessing and curses, again, brings us to the balance, dude. Balance, so important. Yeah. Are we going snowboarding this this winter or what? Yeah, I was just actually looking last night before bed at uh, some other places. What are we thinking? Why I want to go to Wyoming because Jackson. Yeah, like six times, but I'll. Now that I have all my own oh, shit. You've been to Breckenridge six times? That sucks, dude. Probably. Uh, dude, but I, so I would want to go t- twice like this year because I went twice last year and it was totally worth it. So um, one time back in, in Breckenridge because it's easy to get around and then we'll, we can go somewhere else. But maybe we can all just plan one where we can all go to, to like Colorado again so we can – since we know that area so well. I'm going. I'm trying to go to Utah. I got some homies out there. Utah, Salt Lake, baby. So salt life, dude. Salt life in the pow. Ooh, dude. Yeah, you're getting stoked thinking about the pow, huh? 
Oh, man, oh I love God. I love being active and, and t- like I look forward to like taking trips like that, man. Dude, I love it so much. What you like, doing nowadays care. to stay active like within your local area? You like biking oh, around? You doing anything except for you know, except your working out thing? Like, are you doing? Dude, you know what I do every weekend? What I do every weekend? Uh, shall this is a quiz? Shall shall not be spoken on the pod. <laughs> no, dude. Every <laughs> weekend, what am I doing? It involves green grass and a little white ball. Playing golf. Playing dude, golf. You, dude, when I asked you, you know, your passions, you never even spoke about golf, dude. Do you even like did, golf? We didn't even get there yet. Golf <laughs> is... Dude, this guy has devoted his life to golf, man. Holy shizballs. Oh, like my God. You, like you said earlier, athletics have been my whole life pretty much man and ever since you know i quit playing football basketball and everything like i really got into golf and it's like that competitiveness and athleticism has all been transferred over to golf and it's so glad we're getting into this super important for me like dude i don't care about partying anymore going out like wow what a claim I, i i love golfing so i play every i love golfing i'm low-key addicted but there's a lot worse things that i can be addicted to that's for sure so oh. i'd rather go to sleep at 10 o'clock on a friday and wake up and go play at 8 a.m with a big group of guys and um that's just kind of how Definitely my life is me included because i haven't heard an invitation in a long time here Scoot, well you got a you got a lucky um thing going here we got a little membership deal going on at deep springs if you want me to run my sales pitch i can do it run your sales pitch all i gotta do is show face and then they're gonna be like they'll get you back that's right because you guys were members um but, but no dude, bullshit no that, bullshit there, there is a really good deal going on if you want to get in uh possibly we've spoke about it me and my dad thought about splitting a membership for our family a family membership there uh we'll get into get that off there. pad i don't want off pod i don't want to get into membership conversations on pod you know what i mean that just that, seems for me yeah. just like a little like like a little bra- topic. a little braggadocious a little bit you know what i mean a little, might rub people the wrong way dude but it's deep springs we come it's, out it's, here every, everybody's everybody's welcome <laughs> just take care just take care of my greens that's all i ask if so you go to deep dude, springs take care of my greens your golf has been engulfing of your life like no other dude i see you traveling to play golf like like we were talking about with snowboarding mm-hmm. i see you taking these lessons in the most high-tech like scenes and spaces you, yeah, you're getting cool. like new clubs every thursday just getting them like uh, <laughs> uh, well there was a phase like in the beginning part before i guess you settled in now but when I, when I was doing all my fitting and stuff, there was a phase and I, right, think we right. got I guess the, you have to, you have to we go got the right, phase. we got the right weapons in the bag now. <laughs> what a spiritual warrior, this guy, but yeah. dude, I see you like you, you've been investing a lot time, you know, for sure. That. So, so I'll, where, I'll where are we little... at now? Where are we at now in progress? That's where I'm at. I want to, I want to, you want to know my game or why I love playing so, golf so much. Let's give them a little, I'm going to give them a little background. Scooter and I, I've been playing golf since I was like three years old. I've been, I switched to baseball and that's kind of where I met Scoot. We played golf a little, little bit through like middle school into high school. Uh, Scoot was always talented per usual. Um, but it was pretty close for a long time in our skill level. I got back. He was already then probably 
probably 10 strokes. And then now it's probably like 15, 20. So you're, you're probably shooting 90, 90 consistently. Last time I saw you, where are you at now? Right now? I'm, I think I'm a four handicap. 4. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. On my gin. Yeah, man. So dude, you are naughty. It's, it's been a, a process for sure. Like, but you know, you're me, telling I'm, me I'm, you're, I'm you're, committed. you're, you're parring almost every hole. I'm making a lot of pars. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> but look, oh, man, it, it, it depends on the day. Like, you know, I could, like, I played Friday. I think I had three birdies. Uh, I also had three doubles, but I still shot wow. 79. So, well, that's because those three birdies kind of even that yeah, out. Yeah, right. So it's like, you know, that's what's so great about golf. It's a, The sport is so humbling, man, and it's unbelievable how many people are playing golf now. And you look at it, all these other so you know, true. Ma- major athletes like that love playing golf, all these NFL stars and basketball stars. And, you know, it's just – it's such a great sport to get out there and just kind of humble even the best athletes – in the world right, man. Right. and it's it's so challenging mentally mentally and physically you know and you would think like man this can't be that hard but <laughs> you know you're 500 yards away from the hole trying to get a ball the size of your you know one quarter of the size of your palm into a hole the size of your palm from 500 yards away so it's it's a pretty crazy concept it is a pretty crazy concept when you think about it that deep for sure yeah and when you start to do it the concept of the mental game in golf is insane most people don't even see that because the composure of these professional golfers the composure of uh, someone who's played golf long enough kind of diminishes that uh viewpoint in the game to viewers Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but when you play it wow yeah, that's why uh, we were kind of talking about that phase because there's definitely phases that you go through. It's um, it's just like any swing sport, I assume. I've played baseball, so you have phases where it's such a free-flowing movement that you have almost sometimes doubt within yourself, within yourself that, the, that you're flowing the way that you know you should be. I don't know. How do you explain that mental battle that golf comes with? Dude, It's it's all it's the more simple you make it, the better that you're probably going to play. Absolutely. And and then you look at that like life as well. The more complicated you try to make life, the more struggle it's, it's going to be, but the more simple that you make life, the, the, the better it's, it's going to be, you know? So, you know, when you're out there on the golf course, you're, you're trying to get in this groove to where, you're not thinking too much. You're just, you're just playing your natural game, but you get up there, you start thinking about, you know, your grip, your, your feet too much, your alignment. It doesn't help that the sport requires work requires everyone to stay quiet. And it's like dead quiet for the, for the moments about that you're about to hit. Yeah. That, that doesn't sure. really help, but it's pretty interesting in the fact that, that that happens, you know what I mean? You're like literally, literally in a pitch quiet scenario and you're, mm-hmm. it's pretty, I think that's yeah, where the mental I, battle happens a lot for most people. They'll crumble right, right there. Their swing would get wonky. Right. I would say like that's even changed some depending on the group or the people you're with. So like golf has expanded so much, especially after COVID. You see all these people wanting to 
to go play golf. All our buddies that, you know, didn't even really like play true, sports really true. growing up. But now you see all these guys that are wanting to get in into golf, you know. Everyone wants to play golf or go biking. Yeah, and we're we're fortunate enough that we were able to get into it kind of younger to, to get the, you know, the the concept of it down and, and fundamentals. Yeah, because man, it's 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 super important. Golf can be used in so many different ways for for business and, and relationships and you know that's one of the main things why I enjoy it as much as think about it. You're out there for four or five hours right. with your buddies or, or new people. So it cultures um, communication, you know what I mean? It like it like yeah. really is conducive for communication. I mean you're in a quiet outdoor space, it's a quiet sport. You're in a cart with someone. If you share a cart with someone, oh, you're having a day with that person. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you're talking so much. Like, it's it's a great um, – it's just a great time, man. And I, you're talking I, each other through the downs. That I think that's a big one, too, that, like, you're really helping pick each other up. And I think that's a big relationship builder. Like, if you can help someone get up, there's someone of a respect exchange that really levels up the relationship. Yeah, you start to you start to figure somebody out, you know, pretty pretty easily on a golf course. Like, yeah, how they deal with you, the stress. You know, not when to say things too. Sometimes, like if I, you know, if I mess up out there and I got somebody riding with me, you know, hey, you need to do this and that, and they're like, you know, you know me, you I need not to tell me what to do. <laughs> I might get a little frustrated. I'm like, so it's yeah, it's finding out what that person, how they respond to you know, corrective criticism, like encouragement, you know, Hey, maybe, maybe you should have hit this there and there. Let's, let's try that. So that's been a lot of fun, you know, playing with your buddies that you play with a lot that start to know your game, you know, their game. And you can kind of almost be like, you know, caddies for, for one another, which makes it a lot of fun. And I've been fortunate enough to go to a couple places where I've had caddies. And, yeah. Uh, I saw that. That was a flex. It's a it's a pretty dope thing to do to to see how that all works and you know go through that full process. But the biggest thing from golf, yeah, it's fun. But once again, it's all about the relationships you're making with certain people, um, and that's the biggest thing that I've taken from it for sure. Is is how many people that I've met through golf, being a third generation up at up at Deep Springs. Like I'm playing with guys that my granddad hired when they were 20 years old now they're 60 and we're playing every weekend together sharing stories about you know my granddad and, and business and all that so that's wow, that's, that's been, amazing dude that that's been super unique and special for me that's amazing yeah i had the pleasure of meeting your granddad and your grandmother they're amazing people beautiful souls legends Le legends for sure legends for sure yeah i mean segueing out of golf i mean there's a lot of frustration that you can get from it and like having to pick yourself up and so i want the the vibrators to hear how scooter mooney deals with you know those things like uh whenever you do let's say for a metaphor you hit a bad shot and you're in the bunker like how do you move forward in uh in in life and how to achieve moving forward through that struggle yeah. Um, so over time you mature and you get better with things like that, hopefully. And, you know, I used to get very upset if I would hit a bad shot or something. I remember like that. that was sick. Those were the days. Uh, yeah. it Dude, was like, emotional scoot was rad. I mean, you just 
think you're supposed to be so good at something because everything else comes so natural. And um, oh, dude, bless up. I know it's it's like it's a blessing and a curse, huh? So I'm like, so I'm like, I've learned to stay more composed and and every there's always you know it's the next shot or it's the right the right part, right right the right part, right the, the, it's the next part of your day. I could go in and shank one off to the right, and I could be you know right off the green still, but I could I can easily chip that in. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just so, like it's just moving forward, right? Getting a little bit closer. Like if you take yeah. that next shot, even if you take a freaking putter out and you just hit yeah. that thing forward, you're mm-hmm. at least that much closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know what can happen. Like I've, it's so many different scenarios. So like same thing with life. Like you can be having a shitty day, and you know, next thing you know, you get a phone call from from a buddy or something, and he's like, "Dude, we got this plan. Like in two weeks," and then you got something to look forward to and it changes your whole mindset so like everything is between the ears man the mind controls everything so wow if you're Profound, if you're in a sure. if you're in a good headspace like and you know staying positive i think that's like the most important thing and then that always can relate back to you know obviously keeping keeping god first will will help a ton with that in my opinion but you know it's all between the, the ears man that's where you got to keep it keep it straight Love that, dude. Well, we're gonna take this last couple minutes here to have you spit your claim, what you claim, what you're claiming in uh, on this earth of what what makes scooter, what you stand by. Also, let them know what am I claiming? Yeah, like uh, just messages you want to send out to the world and want people to hear that come out of your mouth and just anything, and also give your plugs where people can find you. Um, this is a uh, optional for you. If you want to incorporate p- professional plugs, <laughs> totally optional. You got personal plugs. If anyone wants to talk to you, reach out to you. Uh, this is Moondog Jr. This is Scooter. This is Edward Washington Mooney, the third, dude, one of my I oldest friend. I knew you were going to do that. The fourth. The, the, the fourth. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. They're, I'm sorry. Uh, the God fearing, the mind in between the ears aware guy. This is Scooter. Hit him with it, Scoop. Hit him with it. Look, man, I mean, the overall big picture is, like, find something you love doing. That's that's the most important thing, I feel like. I feel like so many people our age are just kind of, you know, bopping around, doing jobs, like, bopping. here and there. Just, you know, just bopping with the baby. We're done a baby. And, you know, you got to you gotta dig deep and find out what you really want to do. Like, if you're not happy doing what you're doing, then you're going to struggle. Like, you know, some – like, we get it. Sometimes you got you to gotta do what you got to do to get by and everything will fall into place. But, you know, the biggest thing that I would say is, look, find what you love doing and then everything will kind of take place from there. And I feel like our friend group has done – a really good job of that if you kind of look um around we've all kind of fallen into place with what we're you know meant to do and um i think that is the most important thing for sure yeah we provide accountability for each other for sure we definitely do we come together and discuss our plans and kind of like our accountability for it has been stuck because we have long life friends that that you know that's mm-hmm. amazing, Scoot. We appreciate that. How, where can everyone reach you if they want to reach you? Um, again, professional is optional, but 
definitely could be you encouraged. To, you, you want me to give out my phone number? I don't know if I can do that. No, like I said, everything's off. <laughs> I'm, just off There's no I'm just playing. Give them yeah, your app, give them your website, give them your email, whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah, the easiest thing to reach out is probably on uh, Instagram or just, you know, by phone. It's easy as well or, or email, but um, there's not many scooter moonies out there, so. You can just type that in on, on Instagram and it'll pop right There's up. Not many yeah. like this guy right here. Not many like him. I don't want to be like anybody else. I can promise you that. Um, so, yeah, send a DM, whatever. If you guys got any questions. You didn't tell them what your related. your at is. Your, you have to tell Dude, them what your Instagram it, at yeah, is. It's Scooter Mooney. It's no, at, it's, that's all it is. All right, at Scooter Mooney. Thank correct. you. Go ahead, write it down, tag it, put me in your favorites, send me a DM, whatever you got to do. <laughs> You got an email address for the team or not? Nah? Yeah, it's scooter.mooney at AOL.com. That's, AOL that's guy old, still, huh? Dude, that's oh my, my old school. That's my old school one. That's, I got I got a couple more, but if I'm getting some spam, I don't need spam and the other ones. I hope that uh, the vibrators don't provide spam. I hope to connect people whoever wants to connect. I have other friends who are fitness trainers all over the world. I hope to connect you guys um i just yeah, hope to might. connect friends with friends man there's nothing more to it than that especially from opposite timelines it might end up in, in the philippines <laughs> shoot, shoot right. a workout shoot well, a workout uh, video that's scooter mooney for you guys thank you vibrators for another episode thank you scooter we can't thank you enough for your time brother and uh your wise words and your wisdom and your viewpoint to life it's beautiful brother thank you so much absolutely you you Love you guys. Love you, vibrators. Later.